It's the Bible, Bourbons, and Brews show with your host, Jason Candler. Be sure to follow us on Instagram at Bible, Bourbons, and Brews to see what we're drinking this week. Each week, we study a different chapter of the Bible while showcasing a new bourbon, craft brew, or hard cider. Have a question, comment, or just want to collaborate with us? Then drop us a line at BibleBourbonsBrews at gmail.com. What's up, brew brothers and sisters? Jason Candler here, your host for Bible Bourbons and Brews. Another week in the books, another week in the book. This week we're talking episode 76. We're getting into the book of Acts, and we're going to be reviewing a Porch Light Brewing Company West Coast style IPA. It's going to be pretty awesome. Uh, We'll get to that in just a little bit. And you're probably asking yourself, hey, what happened to John chapter 20? How did you go from John 19 straight to the book of Acts? So John chapter 20, you'll actually have to follow us on Instagram at Bible Bourbons and Brews if you want to check out that episode. We did a short video on location uh, that's on our Instagram and our Facebook pages. So just search at Bible Bourbons and Brews and you can get a hold of John chapter 20. And we reviewed a IPA from New Glory Brewing out of California. Uh, So this week, guys, we are talking Acts, the book of Acts, and we're going to go ahead and jump right into this one. I'll be reading from the Living Bible that we do each and every week here on Bible Bourbons and Brews. And I'm going to start in John, I'm going to start in Acts chapter 1, and I'm going to start in verse 1. It says, Dear friend who loves God. Let's just stop right there real quick. How great of an introduction is that? This is John writing this book, and it's the book of Acts, the Acts of the Apostles. Some Bible versions actually say Acts of the Apostles. Mine just says the book of Acts. (laughs) And it says, Dear friend who loves God. And that's just a beautiful way to start, isn't it? Like, dear friend that loves God, hey, I love God, you love God, and here he is starting this chapter, dear friend who loves God. In my first letter, I told you about Jesus's life and the teachings and how he returned to heaven after giving his chosen apostles further instructions from the Holy Spirit. Verse 3, it says, During the 40 days after his crucifixion, he appeared to the apostles from time to time, actually alive, and proved to them in many ways that he really was himself that they were seeing. And on those occasions, he talked to them about the kingdom of God. So we're going to pause right here real quick, and I want to kind of dig into this a little bit. It says he proved to them that he was actually alive and proved it from time to time. So how did he prove that he was actually alive? In John Eldridge's book, Beautiful Outlaw, he talks about how Jesus proved that he was still human after the resurrection. In one instance, he was asking for food. He was like, I'm hungry. And they gave him a piece of broiled fish and he ate it in front of them. And so if if we're thinking that maybe that was one of the examples of how he proved it to them, It doesn't specify here. John doesn't elaborate. It just says, During the 40 days after his crucifixion, he appeared to the apostles from time to time, actually alive, and proved to them in many ways that he really was himself. That's just something, food for thought, 
maybe it really was food to get them thinking like, oh, wow, this really is Jesus. Or maybe he had a glass of wine with them. Maybe he turned water into wine again. I mean, that was his first miracle. Maybe he did that again. Who knows? It doesn't, it doesn't elaborate here, so we don't really know exactly how he was proving it. We just know that he was proving to the disciples that it really was him. All right, let's continue on here. Jesus was speaking to the disciples, and in verse 5 it says, John baptized you with water, but you shall be baptized with the Holy Spirit in just a few days. Another time when he appeared to them, they asked him, Lord, are you going to free Israel from Rome now and restore us to an independent nation? The Father sets those dates, and they are not for you to know. But when the Holy Spirit has come to you, you will receive great power to testify about me with great effect to the people in Jerusalem, throughout Judea, in Samaria, and to the ends of the earth about my death and my resurrection." So he's giving them specific instructions that you will be blessed by the Holy Spirit. John baptized you with water, but the Holy Spirit will baptize you with fire in just a few days. So here he is, he's making it a point to his disciples, to his closest friends, to his most trusted confidants. He's making a point to them to appear to them multiple times. It doesn't say how many times, just says multiple times over the next 40 days after his resurrection. So he makes it a point to appear to them and to prove to them, somehow, we don't know specifically, but to prove to them that he was still human, that he was alive. And it says, actually alive. During the 40 days after his crucifixion, he appeared to the apostles from time to time, actually alive. So if we are to put our detective caps on here, and play a little bit of Sherlock Holmes and really get our magnifying glasses out and, and pay attention to what the words are saying. He appeared to them from time to time, actually alive, and he proved to them in many ways that it really was himself. So maybe one of the ways was he let them touch him so he could feel that he was real. Maybe one of the ways was he showed them the holes in his hands and his feet and his side. Maybe one of the ways is they had a meal together and they watched him eat. Maybe one of the ways was he performed miracles. Maybe he turned water into wine. Maybe he had a glass of wine with them or had a, you know, I don't know if they had beer back then, but I'm fascinated by what John says here about how he appeared to them multiple times and he proved to them in many ways. So it wasn't just like, hey, all my disciples, let's gather around here. See, I'm Jesus. See the holes in my hands and my feet from the spear in my side. Give me something to eat. It says he appeared to them many times, and he proved to them in many ways that he was actually alive. So I guess that's just where John wants us to use our imagination. And if we go back and we reread the Gospels, you know, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, maybe we can pick up some tidbits of how he proved to his disciples that he was the son of God, but yet also he was human. So maybe we can take some clues from the previous things that we've read and just kind of go with that and figure out what exactly is John talking about when he says he proved to them in many ways. So what do you think? Shoot me an email, biblebourbonsbrews at gmail.com and let me know what you think 
he was trying to prove, or not trying to prove, but how do you, how, let me know how you think he proved to the disciples. If you follow us on Instagram or on Facebook at Bible Bourbons and Brews, drop a comment on there and let me know what you think he did to prove to the disciples that it really was Jesus, that it really was him. And then uh, before we wrap this up, just one more little thing that I just find funny, kind of, the way that John writes about it, is that at the end of the book, the first chapter of Acts, he's talking about how there were 11 disciples, because as we know, Judas, the one that betrayed Christ, uh, he did uh, end his own life in a very horrible fashion, if you want to read about it. Uh, It starts in verse uh, 16. I'm not going to read about that here on the podcast. You guys can check it out for yourself. Acts 1 first started in verse 16, and and that gives a kind of a good description. But at the end of the book, he says that they all got together, all the disciples nominated two other disciples to take the 12th position. And they said, let us select someone who has been constantly with us from our very first association with the Lord. Let us pray about it. The right man will be chosen. So then they pray. And in verse 26, he says, O Lord, they said, you know every heart. Show us which one of these men you have chosen as an apostle to replace Judas, the traitor, who has gone to his proper place. And then the very next verse, it says, then they drew straws. And that's how Matthew was chosen or Matthias was chosen. So it's like, first they talk about how they're going to pray about it and ask God to lead their hearts to, to help them make the decision on who it was going to be. Was it going to be Joseph Justice, also called Barsabbas, or was it going to be Matthias? And so they said they were going to pray about it, and they all prayed about it. And then at the end, after they prayed about it, they just drew straws. And I'm just like, when I read this, I'm like, okay. Like, were they waiting for God, or were they just like, all right, God hasn't really told us uh, who yet, so let's just draw straws and go from there. I, I don't know what they were thinking, and that's probably just my own speculation here, and I'm interjecting my own stuff into this, but it just kind of struck me as funny. It's like, here they are praying, like, Lord, you know every heart here. Show us which of these men you have chosen. And then the very next verse, they drew straws, and in this manner, Matthias was chosen. I don't know. I find that funny. You guys might not find that funny, but I do. So, uh, guys, this week we are reviewing Porch Light Brewing Company's West Coast IPA, and this one's actually called Back to the Coda, C-O-D-A. Uh, you, if you follow us on Instagram at Bible Bourbons and Brews, you can see a behind-the-scenes photo there. Porch Light Brewing Company is also out of Sacramento, California. Thank you so much to my good friend Sierra, who actually brought this over the hill for me to try. This one's coming in at 6.7% alcohol. It's got a low IBU of 40, and I haven't cracked this one open yet, but because it does say it's a West Coast IPA, I'm guessing it's going to be a little bit darker than, say, like a New England-style IPA that's a little more hazy and bright. Uh, So let's go ahead and get into this guy. Oh, yeah. Love that sound. Ooh, smells delicious. All right. Yep, definitely a little more clear color, something that you wouldn't expect from like a New England style or a a hazy IPA. This is a West Coast style IPA, so it is going to have a little bit darker color, a little more caramely almost. Uh, It does have a very good head on it there too. Let's go ahead and give this guy a taste. 
I'm smelling a lot of citrus and juniper on the nose. Uh, maybe a little pine, definitely some juniper. Let's go ahead and give this guy a taste. Ooh, that's good. A little more crisp and not as dank, I would say, as a traditional West Coast IPA. So it's a little more brighter. It's got a cleaner finish to it. Very refreshing. 6.7% alcohol, so it's not shy. It's not a double IPA by any means, but it is up there on the upper end of like a traditional IPA. Let's take another sip of this one. Oh, that's good. All right, guys. So I do appreciate all the feedback that I get. Um, one of the coolest things about this podcast and about this platform, um, whether it's on Instagram or Facebook or just the podcast or emails coming in or just conversations that I have with people, just the amount of different perspectives that there are. And I've learned so much from doing this podcast, not just about podcasting and beer and bourbon and things like that, but about the Bible and about religion and about different perspectives and viewpoints. And I've just had so many tremendous conversations. So to my friends who I had conversations with just this past week, uh, who mentioned the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirits, I think that is a fantastic name for a podcast. And if it hasn't been snatched up yet, I'm surprised it, it hasn't. <laughs> so Father, Son, and Holy Spirits. And then another person mentioned, why not call it a Godcast instead of a podcast? And I don't know, that kind of struck me as funny too. So it's just, it's so great. I've met so many amazing people uh, doing the podcast and just having conversations. And even when I'm not podcasting, I'm sitting in a bar talking to someone or I'm traveling and I'm talking to someone or I'm at a, up at a lake and, you know, a couple weeks ago, if you follow us on Instagram at Bible Bourbons and Brews, if you don't follow us yet, please follow us. We'd appreciate that. Uh, you can see the video that we did. We were at Eagle Lake in beautiful uh, South Lake Tahoe, California. It's up above Emerald Bay. It was just a, a picture perfect day. And I was there with a friend of mine and I was recording the podcast on my phone and I had a couple people ask me, like, what are you doing, like, when we were done? And so it just, it, this leads to additional conversations that I probably wouldn't have if I wasn't doing the podcast. So it's just been such a great opportunity for me to meet other people, to share God's message, um, to talk about bourbon and beer and all the fun stuff that comes along with that. Uh, guys, this about wraps it up this week. I uh, hope you guys like the podcast. Please give me some feedback. Let me know what you think, how Jesus tried to prove to the disciples that he was human, that it really was him that they were talking to. Drop us an email at BibleBourbonsBrews at gmail.com. Or if you're on Instagram, drop a comment at BibleBourbonsBrews. Love to hear you guys' feedback and input. Hope you guys enjoy the podcast. Have a great week. And as we head into this next week, let's remember that Christ proved himself to his disciples after he was resurrected and let him prove himself and his existence to you this week. Hope you guys have a great week. We'll talk to you next week. God bless.